This is the Kitzer of the fourth Sikha of Parshas Balak in Chelek Yudches, page 293. The Rabbi begins with the halacha regarding the Avteira, that the Avteira is supposed to be Me'inyana Parsha, the same subject as the Parsha. So here in the Avteira of Parshas Balak, the Pasuk says, Am It mentions the whole story of Balak and Bilam that it talks about in this week's Parsha. However, it's known that the whole institution of reading the Avteira came in a time period where they couldn't read from the Chumash, from the Sefer that is, and therefore the Avteira replaces the theme of the Parsha. So therefore there has to be more of a general connection between the Avteira and the Parsha, and regarding the whole Teichen of the Avteira, and specifically hinted in the first Pasuk of the Avteira, where it says, As the Rebbe will explain. Now the time period that Avteira speaks about is very similar to the time period Yidin were in in this week's parasha. Avteira speaks about the time of Aschalas Agiola, meaning a time when it's not yet Mashiach Vadai, the world has not yet completed everything, the, the wars have not yet completed and come to a point where the whole world is serving Hashem. Still a time where there's evil and there's wars and there's evil, evil and Avedizara amongst Yidin themselves. But it's at the last moments where the Abishta comes to destroy all Avedizara and all evil in the world. And it's in this time period that Avtaita speaks about. Parsha's Balak similar is, is, is when the Yidin are standing at the end of the 40 years, right outside Eretz Yisrael, ready to enter into Eretz Yisrael. And this is a time that if the Eden wouldn't have sinned, this actually would have been the ultimate entry into Eretz Yisrael, the Gula, the Gula Shleima. What does the Avteira tell us regarding this time period, right before the moment, moments before Mashiach comes? That This will be a time when a person will not place hope in another man. He will not look for any help for anybody, but hope in David himself. Now, Bechlal, when it comes to a person placing his hope in another person, so there's one Pasuk where it says, that cursed is the person that places, places his hope for Adam. But there's another Pasuk that says, blessed is the person that places his hope in the Eibishter. Okay, so this, is, this means that the person should not place any hope in a human being. However, over here, when the Pasuk says, this is really telling us something much more. It's not only referring to a person that relies on another human being and forgets about Hashem. That's obviously something which is completely forbidden. You can't rely on a person forgetting about the Eibishter. But we know that the Pasuk says, which means, as the Sifri says, that a person can't be Yeshua a bottle. He can't just rely on the Eibishter and rely on a miracle to happen. But he has to do something in order that the Ebesha should give him the broche and the keli that he makes. So therefore when it says, what this means is, if you forget the source of the broche and you rely completely on a person, so then the, the person is cursed. But of course, you have to rely on another person in the sense that you're doing your heshtadlos and and the broche of the Ebesha comes through teva. So here, the chilish in the time right before Mashiach comes is, that when the Pasuk says, it means that a person will not rely on a human being at all, not on, the, on a human being, meaning not even knowing that the broche comes from the Ebishter through this human being, through the ways of nature. Rather, as the Pasuk there says, it's going to be like tal that comes from the Ebishter, dew that comes from above, where nobody has any involvement in causing this dew to come down. 
It's a similar to Apshat that Alter Rebbe says regarding the Pasuk, Toiv Lachsis Bashem Mibtoyach Ba'odah, which means that Mibtoyach Ba'odah is also something acceptable. And as the Alter Rebbe explains, Adam here refers to Adam Elyon, the level of Mamalak Alamin. In, in this level of Mamalakalalmen, there's room for a person to place his betachin on the Abishter through Teva. But Batoyach Bashem, which is the level of Sayyidiv Kalalmen, Havaya, here there's no room for the Koyach of Teva at all, rather Vuhuyachal Kalecha, even the Kaili comes from the Abishter himself. But here now, the Chiddush in this Pasik of Layyakavalish, Layyachal of Nayadam is even greater. Even when a person is using nature, we're not talking about a person that's just walking away and not making any ishtadlis and teva at all. Even when he is using the ways of nature, but nevertheless he gives absolutely no significance to nature, but he knows that it's all one with the Ebishter. When we said before that a person, the Pasuk tells us that ashatasa, that a person has to do something, has to take action in nature. So there can be two approaches. One is, of course, he knows the bracha comes from the Ebishter and the source is not from the ashatasa. However, now that the Ebesher desired that there should be an Ashatase, there's significance to the existence of nature. It takes up space in the person's eyes. The nature is something real that he focuses on as well. The Ebesher's brach is coming through this nature. So therefore, the nature takes up space. However, over here, what we're speaking about is, on a much higher level, that the Ashatase is to the degree that he sees nature just as an expression of the Ebesher's will. The Ebesher wanted that his brach should come through Teva. But, Teva has absolutely no credibility whatsoever. It's all just the fulfillment of the Eibishter's Ratzin. This is really what the Gemara means when it says, Even though planting, and when it grows, this is something which is natural. This is not any, any miracle at all. Actually, this is a nature that's ingrained in the world. Eibishter promises, This will never cease to function. Yet, when a Yid plants, he knows and he doesn't pay attention at all to the Metzius of Teva. And it's simply maimen b'chayelamen, that he believes in the Eibishter, this is what the Eibishter wants, and therefore he plants. Nature has no significance in his eyes whatsoever. Nature itself is one with Hashem. This level of bitachin brings a person to a place where he doesn't even have to fight when it comes to a situation where there's a certain clash, there's a certain contradiction between doing a mitzvah, learning, or davening, or tending to his other needs, whether parnasa or anything else, and a person is in a situation where he's afraid that if I'm going to daven bariches, or if I'll do something, I'll do, I'll be mahadra, an extra mitzvah, I might lose a certain opportunity with a relationship with someone, or I might have enough money to invest. So if, if, if nature has some significance in your eyes, so this is a real, a real battle in your heart. You're being pulled in two directions. On one hand there's a mitzvah, and the other hand there's an existence of nature that has a significance as well. And even if a person succeeds, it comes with a big fight. And it's possible that, God forbid, a person should not succeed. However, if the whole tasa, the whole thing that a person has to be involved in nature is just because it's the Ebishtuz Ratzin, but he, the person doesn't at all give any significance to the existence of nature at all. The whole Masecha, the whole Drachecha, is just a means to find the Ebishtuz in it. So then, there's no contradiction here. A mitzvah and then his parnasa. How could a parnasa pull a person away from a mitzvah? It's both Ratz and Hashem equally. Adarabah, mitzvah, gerah, mitzvah. So here, the way a person has to approach this is, there has to be an absolute bittle to the Eibishter, a bittle of Maile Mitam Vedas. This is the only way that a person can really see that everything is Ratz and alien. 
Otherwise, what happens is the Yitzhahara comes to a person slowly but gradually, he pulls a person away as the Yitzhahara comes to a person and says, yes, of course a mitzvah is more important and teva is, is, is not as important as a mitzvah, but he puts the thought into his mind that teva also has a significance. And then once he mixes in that thought into a person's mind, just like the Yitzhahara Bechlal does, he mixes in the Nefshah Bahamas into his Avedah, so then he could eventually pull him away to the point that, he, that the Teva is the Iker. So therefore, the only way a person can come to this point where he realizes that it's all the Ratzin Hashem and the Teva has no credibility at all, is when he has an absolute Mesiris Nefesh and Bittl to the Ebeshter, he's dedicated to the Ratzin Alien. And again, this is similar to what Al Rebbe teaches regarding Toiv Lachsis Bavayim Ibtoyach Badam. When you're a bottle to this is an Aveda Lamaila Mitam Vadas. So then, this is a Betachin where you don't have to make any Kali and Teva. Not even the person is making a Kali and Teva, but he knows that the Teva, the Kali that he makes, is, is nothing separate of the Abishta himself. It's all Vuhu. It's the Abishta really that's making this Kali. This is what Tavtaira speaks about when it says, this level of betochen, where the teva that he's involved in is completely one with David himself. Absolute betochen. And this is also what we find in the story in the end of this week's parasha, when it talks about the Mesiris Nefesh of Pinchas by the Chet of Baal Pa'er. Baal Pa'er, which was a Yetzirah, as Rashi says, they would relieve themselves in front of Avedizara, strange Avedizara. The source of this Avedizara is when a person indulges in Tenugim Gashmiyim, the physical pleasures of the world that are really only the psalis, the waste of the malachim lamayla. And the source of a person falling into this, overindulging in Gashmias, is when a person gives significance and credibility to the existence of Teva. So then from there you could fall into being in, in too involved in the Gashmias of the world. And therefore we find, Taka, that this is something which is, demands a kapata throughout all the generations, until Mashiach comes, when the true nature of the world will be revealed, what nature is really all about, until then, we have to have a kapara for this Chet Baal Pa'er. And therefore, how do you atone for Baal Pa'er through the Mesiris Nefesh of Pinchas? Only Mesiris Nefesh, and even higher than Tam Vadas of Kedusha, that is what brings a person to the point that he sees no separation between Teira and Teva, it's all the Ratzin Hashem. And so that's the same theme that we find here in the Parsha. And this is the time period that Eden was standing and going into Eretz Yisrael, into an Eretz Neshavis, into a settled land. Unlike in the Midbar, where everything was provided for them, the Mon, and they had everything. But even now, going into a settled land, and there is Teva, there as well they should maintain the same Betochen and the Eibishter, that it's all the Eibishter. And this is the kind of Aveda that's demanded of us now also, even at the last moments of Golis, and the double darkness of Golis, and especially now in the last moments before Mashiach comes, as the Friedrich Rebbe said, the, the, the Kaisalim, the walls of, of Golis are burning, and Mashiach is about to come, so we have to have this absolute betachen and the and this redeems every individual from his own personal worries and disturbances, and then, by focusing on Ratz Nalian to this extent, it will bring us to the general goal of Mashiach, Tzedkainah, and we'll come to the day of Yom Shekuli Shabbos Menuchel Lachai Yom